Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is designed to help you overcome adversity and live your dreams. Every week, we will be sharing stories of people who found their strength in their struggle. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. And that's a lot of threes, so let me tell you what it is. It's fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It is a place where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better, and it is mind, body, spirit. Today, we're going to help you get your mind right with our special guest. Hello, Overcomer Nation. I am Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. That's right. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. That's a place of fitness, coaching, and nutrition, mind, body, spirit, where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better. I'm super excited (laughs) because tonight we have some medalists in the house. And I'm not just talking about any kind of medal. I'm not talking about a gold medal. I'm not talking about a silver medal. I'm not talking about a bronze medal. I'm talking about the most important kind of medal you can get. That's a Phoenix medal. That's a 20-pound medal at Journey. That's right. That's where everybody that's on this panel tonight has achieved at least that. And they're going to share with you their tips, tricks, strategies. But before we get started, I want to introduce our medalists. So uh, let's go over here and let's meet Andy and Kristen. My name is Andy Wales. And I'm Kristen Wales. All right. What location are we at over here? We are there. All right. Let's take it over to the Horseheads location. Horseheads. Hi, I'm in Horseheads, and I'm Dana Comstock. I'm Curtis Cook in the Horseheads location. And Jillian Mastronardi in Horseheads. All right. And what do you guys call? Do you call the what? What do you guys call over there, the, Curtis? The Journey Axe. The Journey Axe. All right. Because here we can always do more. Oh, you can always <laughs> go a little more. Thank you, Coach JC, for that. All right, and then. Uh, over to Columbia City. Let's go to Journey Columbia City. I am Kristen. I'm from Journey 333 Columbia City. Ah, uh, thank you for representing. Thank you for That's representing, awesome. Kristen. All right, now we're going to go to the top right panel. Janice. Hi, I'm Janice Bennett. I'm from Sayre. Awesome. All right, let's take it down to Ari. I'm Ariana Deming, and I'm from Waverly. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all for being on the show. Let's start right over here in Sarah, and then we'll head over to Horseheads, and let's just talk about motivation. Everybody who starts a journey usually has a motivation. Sometimes you wake up one day and you say, enough is enough. The pain of staying the same outweighs the pain of change, and I'm going, I'm going on the train called change, right? Uh, how about you, Andy? What happened? Well, the biggest motivator for me probably was having a diabetes diagnosis and having to be on medication for that. I really wanted to lose the weight so that I could uh, not need those medicines anymore. Yeah, that's scary. That's scary. You know, we kind of get confronted with our own mortality. We go through life and we don't think that we're ever going to need any kind of medications or anything, but boy, that's a, that's a big wake up call. Yeah. Well, you definitely responded. You rose to the occasion. I did. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Kristen, over to you. Well, and seeing him have so much fun, I didn't start until probably a month after he did um, at Journey, but um, he started my motivation. But ironically, chronic pain was what kept me from exercise, but the, the pain with exercise is so much less. So um, I guess looking better and feeling better would be my motivation. Yeah, looking better, feeling <laughs> better, but yeah. still uh, interesting, right? Because many people don't exercise because, you know, maybe inflammation in the body and they're like, oh, you know, I'm just too stiff, too much pain. But um, then you find out you're better off with it. All right. Over to horse has location. Let's talk about some motivations for getting started. So my motivation really 
to get started was to feel better and to look better. Um, I joined um, through a challenge that we had through um, St. Joseph's Arnett Health um, with one of my coworkers. And it was three, for three weeks and I was like, okay, you know, I, I struggled with my weight probably my, all of my adolescent and adult years. And I would bounce back and forth between like Weight Watchers and I would try going to the gym for a little bit. Then I would try, you know, this, that, just a bunch of different things that I didn't really stick to. So um, signing up for this challenge and just um, seeing the community there, it just made me want to stay there. And um, I knew it was something that I could stick to. And I've been there ever since. So it's been over four years now for me. So um, that was my motivation and just to keep going and seeing others doing the same thing. So uh, happy anniversary, dedication, <laughs> yeah. success is in the routine, right? You're sticking to it now. All right. Where are we going to Curtis? Yep. And for me, it was, I started getting overweight and started feeling like complete and utter crap after a car accident I was in years ago, kind of messed me up. And it got to a point where I don't do well with motivating myself. So instead, I just tell myself, do it anyway. You can think about it after, just get yourself there and everything else will fall in place. And that's, I live by that every day. That's awesome. That's awesome. I like it. Jillian. Um, mine was basically a lot like Dana, um, to feel better, to lose some weight, for all like general health and nutrition, knowing it's good for me, but the doing it was the hard part, the motivation. Um, I started on a 21 day teacher's challenge with another, my actual teaching assistant. And then I ended up just staying. I've done the yo-yo diets and been to local gyms, but nothing ever stuck for some reason, coaches and others have pushed you along and, and community. I didn't know these guys before and now I do. So I've been here almost three years. Wow. All that's right. Awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, you, you said coaches, you got a coach floating around there somewhere that you want to shout uh -huh. out. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> coach JC. He's awesome. Right. Yes. Let's go over to Columbia city. Kristen, what was your motivation for getting started? Um, I actually had a student ask me to be on their team for a challenge last March. So I'm just now on my one year anniversary. I just turned 41 and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm out of shape. I have three chronic health conditions. I have younger children and I really wanted to be around for all of their life. So I decided I had to do something to get healthy. And same thing. I did like two days of the challenge. And I told my husband, I said, I've got to join this gym. And he's like, eh, I don't know. Cause I've done all the other stuff too. Like didn't stick with it, but I said, it's different. I can feel that it's different. And I really want to do this. And so we went ahead and I paid for a year and I have been faithful ever since. And I actually got him to join with me in a challenge in November. So now we're both there uh -huh. together. So Wow. Oh, you went from not knowing if you should do it to seeing how well you stuck with it and getting motivated by it. I love it. I love it. That's great. How about Janice? Over to you. Well, I, I would have to say um, thank you to, to Andy for inviting me. I was his guest. <laughs> and because I was seeing all his posts on Facebook of, you know, I'm losing weight, I'm doing this, I'm thinking, <laughs> and he invited me. But um, I have to say role modeling is probably one of the biggest factors for me because, you know, I want to, I mean, my kids will probably forget what I say, but they'll remember what I do. So I'm trying to, you know, I want them to take good care of them, of their selves, you know, and, and just the fact that I was struggling with simple things like getting in and out of my car, 
getting off the couch. And now I can stand up and put my socks on, you know, before I couldn't. I mean, it may seem like little things like that, but those, those are actually, you know, to me, those are accomplishments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's a great motivation. Nothing like the motivation of a mother's love, right? That's awesome. Really good. Uh, all right, Ari. Uh, my motivation was I am determined to not let MS beat me. And I can't fix what has already been done, but let's try the hardest to kick its butt. Mm, I love it. I love it. That's a fighter spirit. No wonder you have overcomer tattooed on your wrist. I do, actually. That was one of my reasons for it. Uh, I love it. I love it. Well, in fact, we're going we're gonna to go with the story right now. In fact, uh, here's how I want to do it, because I think that these are also closely connected. Uh, by the way, Overcomer Nation, did you hear anything that you could identify with? I mean, anybody in here, you know, maybe just, uh, can you do something for the short term? Can you do something for your students? Can you do something for your kids? Are you on med medications you want to get off with? Are you dealing with pain that you just like to manage better? Or a condition such as MS that you'd like to manage better? Um, so what I think now that, you know, we've kind of talked about a few things and I think that these are things that all the people can identify with all of our listeners. If you're not in that condition, then you know, somebody let's talk about this. You start your journey and then maybe you don't lose all your weight overnight. <laughs> you know, it's like we all want to, but it just doesn't happen like that. There's obstacles in the way there's work schedules. There's there's food addiction. Let's face it. There's some stuff that we like to put on the weight and it's tempting to keep on eating it. But uh, if we eat the food that we always ate, then we're going to gain the weight that we always gain, right? You know, we have to give up the temptation challenges. And um, so what I want to know from you is I want to know from each person, what was your biggest challenge? And then I want to know the resource that you tapped into. Uh, and we have a lot of resources at Journey and you have a lot of resources, each individual all of our journeys are different, yet we're all on the same one. Isn't that cool? Um, and so, you know, what's the greatest resource? And then with that, I'd just like you to give a piece of advice to other people that are listening to this show and thinking, I'd like to lose 20 pounds. And then what piece of advice would you give to somebody? It's uh, probably going to have a lot to do with your own strategy that you use. So let's just get that same order going. Uh, I'm glad you, glad you had a little break right there. And now you're back. <laughs> <laughs> Got warmed up for this. Here, here so, we go. Uh, I guess that, like many people have already said, I, I would go to a gym for a while and lose 25, 35 pounds, gain some of it back. And then I would, I would do this for a while. Basically, I was trying to do it on my own. That was the biggest obstacle. And I said, the one advice I would give anybody who wants to make a change don't be afraid to admit you need help. So getting help from coaches, nutrition advice, encouragement, accountability, food journals, <laughs> and uh, friends here at the gym. I, I had some friends. It was also a teacher challenge. I, I came with a couple of teacher friends and uh, just how good it feels and it made me wanna stick with it. That's awesome. That's <clears throat> awesome. So Andy, I diabetes being your initial motivation you yeah. know, being put on diabetic medication you've not only achieved a 20 pound medal uh, and a 50 pound medal and ultimately lost uh, 60. 60 pounds and uh and then where are we at today with the uh, diabetes the diabetes is gone 
Diabetes is gone. Come on, you know. <laughs> no medicine. I'm not no medicine anymore. And feel great. All right. Well, we'll take, awesome. take it over to your lovely wife. All right. Yeah, I would say a lot of a lot of my challenge was my chronic pain, but um, just being consistent and coming to the gym um, and having wonderful coaches who are here just to encourage and motivate and um, of course the whole journey family even getting seeing a message from JC on on Facebook or you know all, all, all of the coaches are just wonderful and um, encouraging and just high energy mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be here if it weren't fun <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so that that's very helpful to keep yeah. me motivated um and I would say as far as advice goes um don't get discouraged by um the number on the scale because you know muscle weighs a little bit more than fat does mm-hmm. <laughs> just uh get out of your own head too that's really good I'm glad that's that you're good. speaking to that because uh Andy and Kristen also have a son that's not here tonight. And uh, let's give Nate Whale a little shout out. Yeah. Uh, he's soon to be 16, but in his time from, I would say, uh, 14 to 15, he gained 14 pounds of muscle here at Journey, right? You know, so we don't get to see every pound of weight loss on the scale when we're busy gaining that kind of muscle, you know, because if you even stay the same, that's 14 pounds of fat that you didn't see come off your body when you were looking at the scale, right? right. So. Really good stuff there. Thank you. And uh, and did you want to share anything else about the, uh, you talked about the pain that you're dealing with and then how it got easier. Cause that might be, uh, that might be an important one. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I still like, I'll tweak my back once in a while um, just because I have, you know, various issues, but um, the recovery from exercising is so much quicker than it was before. So mm-hmm. it's been, it's been really good. And um keeps me coming back because <laughs> I don't want to go back to, you know, I don't want to go backwards and yeah. be in terrible pain all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, and what was your, your total weight loss? Cause we just heard Andy. So um, I think overall about 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 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 Great. Really good. <laughs> so really good. good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Those are some good results right there. And that's what it's all about. And she says, tap into coaches, you know, if you're listening to this at home and uh, we've had people listen in Russia. We've had people listen in El Salvador. Um, I know Russia, just saying that word right now, probably just made all the, uh, you know, right? I, I know we all have a lot of emotions right now with that word, but there have been listeners from all over the world. And so they may not have a journey coach, but what you would say, Kristen, is get that support because yes. it's really good to have a community. Uh, that's good. <laughs> all right, let's go over to uh, Horseheads and uh, let's start over there with Dana. Okay. So, um, we talked about barriers first to weight loss. And, you know, for me, when I started out, I was enjoying the gym, but there's still, there's family, there's school schedules, there's kids sports, there's being a busy mom full-time, you know, um, working full-time. So a lot of the, I felt like, you know, initially it did take me a while to lose the 20 pounds. It took me probably maybe like five months. So mine was more of like a gradual loss. Um, but for me, I think, um, you know, like side note story, but actually, you know, I kind of ramped it up over COVID um, with my fitness instead of a lot of people when everything shut down, they kind of gave up. But for me, it was a time where I was like, you know, I just got into this and I don't want to let this go. And so I knew it was like a purpose and importance. And so um, for me, um, just having the um, journey fitness options that 
you guys offered during the pandemic. Um, you know, it was a seamless transition and it was um, something where, you know, I felt I was invested in it and the coaches supported um, me all the way through that. And I don't think you would have gotten that any anywhere else. Um, so for me, you know, going to a gym that you feel like you belong, that you feel like you are um, welcome, it's something that you're going to be more invested in and driven. And so for me, that was kind of like a turning point. And I know like these guys could probably say the same, but um, for me, it was just consistency. Like I had to show up and that would be my biggest advice is like, don't be like in the background for a while. I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm at a gym, I'm doing well, but I'm just like, I'm going to stay in the back row. I'm going to be like in my own little corner. And, you know, I had a few friends here, but you know, it was not until I really like um, stepped out of my comfort zone and made a point to kind of be consistent and get to know everyone and really get to know the coaches and know how they can push me um, that I really succeeded and um, was propelled forward with my fitness journey. So um, I would say that, you know, that first 20 pounds, but then after that, I really saw my success take off with the consistency. So uh, Dana, that's really good. Mm. You know, you, you can't have the support of the community unless you're willing to be part of the community. Mm -hmm. you know, that's really mm -hmm. good. Uh, so what was your best result? Uh, your, uh, what are you the most proud of besides the 20 pounds, you know? Um, so I guess, you know, I'm trying to think, um, I'm most proud of just the fact that I've, um, been able to be consistent throughout different changes and phases of my life as well. Like when, um, you know, COVID occurred, I was furloughed from my job and I was home. And so it was, you know, something that gave me purpose to do. And I spent a lot of time, like I, I did virtual sessions. I did parking lot workouts. I did, I walked, I ran, I spent a lot of time because I could focus on it. So when I went back to work, it was my like fear that I wouldn't be able to balance everything. So, um, but I've been able to. And so I think that's my biggest success is that with support of everyone. And then, you know, my husband supports. So, you know, he handles the kids so I can be at the gym. And so it has, it takes a team effort, but I think that's my most proud accomplishment that I've been able to stay just as consistent as I was two years ago and, and keep moving forward. And my next phase is more like building strength. Um, I'm more at a maintenance phase with weight loss probably, but just building that strength and muscle. So. Well, maintenance can be tougher than the weight loss itself because on the weight loss journey, everybody comes yep. along and tell you, Hey, you know, you're looking good. You're losing weight, but nobody, and nobody ever comes up <laughs> and says, Hey, you're looking good. You maintain it. You know, you look the same. Yeah. <laughs> You've looked the same for the past. Year. Yeah, exactly. So, right. so, so, so I guess it's staying motivated through that phase too, just to, just to keep right. motivated with that. So. Yeah. Did you want to say something when Dana was talking? I, well, I just, when she was talking about all the virtual sessions, like, so consistent. Oh my gosh. I remember when we were teaching so many of those sessions and I remember you, when you got your, it on your big screen TV, you were so yep. excited. I remember like you taking pictures of it. And it was so, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, Terrible as it all was, and there was so many fun things that happened during that time, the little things that we would have use props and, and just different things to try to keep everyone at home motivated and people would have their dogs doing, you know, squats or their babies, or it was just so fun. And we, you know, uh, mail out little prizes for people that did the stuff, but yeah, you were very consistent. Yeah. I loved I, it. And I'd like yeah. to, I'd like to combine what Kristen, uh, no, 
I think it was you, yeah, Kristen, you said about the community, you know, about just embracing the community. But then um, you talked about how you can't be a wallflower, you have to get in there and be part of the community to experience the community support. And I just want to say that you get what you give. It's the yeah. law of the universe, you know, give if you want to receive. And I am one of your Facebook fans or uh, whatever. I guess I'm your uh, Facebook friend, but I would say I'm also a fan of all the positive posts that you share uh, and you did a lot during the uh, pandemic as well to inspire people. So thank you for that. Yeah, you thank inspired you. us. Yeah. You yeah. inspired you. us so many times. <laughs> yeah, for really, sure. good. Yeah. really good. All right, Curtis, let's go to you now. All right, so I would say starting right off, the biggest challenge for me was food. Like I'm a foodie and I'm huge in a barbecue food and all that fat and <laughs> like huge weakness. So that would say, I would say would be the biggest obstacle for me. Um, what helped significantly was being consistent here at the gym, the coaches, and a lot of people give a lot of credit to the coaches. I give a lot of credit for, to the coaches for their initial inspiration. But what keeps me going is every face in this gym that I see coming every single day consecutively, working their tail feathers off, never stopping, never giving up and being able to Ric Flair as many times as I possibly want to in the middle of a workout and watching everybody's face light up and everybody do it right back. It's just, it's incredible. Like it's euphoric, uplifting. It's the best feeling that I could possibly feel. And it's fulfilling. It's a lot of people like I, I, you know, I brought a buddy here of mine and he struggles with depression and motivation extremely bad. He came twice and signed right up. He's like, I like, I love you guys. Like, I don't know you guys, but I love you guys. You know, like it instantly just made him feel better because of the inspiration, the energy in this place with everybody, every single person that shows up and that keeps going. It really is motivation itself. Advice. Um, well, the main thing that helped me, I would say, would be losing my first 20 pounds was. I want to say just shy of three months. It was about that three month period. I lost my 20 pounds and it was more of eating healthier, um, not fast food and barbecue, you know, smoked food all the time. I still <laughs> indulge, don't get me wrong. Um, but I would say being consistent, I, I call it killing myself because it's pushing yourself to the brink of like physical exhaustion. Like you want to just face plant the floor sometimes, but afterwards the adrenaline and euphoric feeling you get from it is astronomical and out of this world to give advice to somebody, even though it may feel extremely painful the night after the following morning, always show up the next time, never stop. You know, eating is only half of it. You showing up is the other half. And just showing up in general, you have so many, you know, peers around you that will help lift you up if you're struggling. They do it right by your side. They help push you through it. You in turn help push them themselves through it. Like it's a team. It's a, it's a family. I call it a family anyway. It's to me, that's what it is. I'm so glad you brought your friend who is struggling with depression. That's just a great story to hear. Uh, motion changes emotion, right? You know, so, uh, you know moving that's really good um what was your what's your best result so far what are you the most proud of on your journey i'm actually most proud of my fat percentage my body fat percentage i started at just shy of 31 percent body fat and i'm down to 14 percent body fat now in five months wow awesome. okay. wow that's like 17 percent percentage points dropped that's fantastic fantastic wow, wow. 
Thank so you. that's what we're talking about too, right? Because I'm sure that Curtis needs some muscle along the way. So that, that amount of fat, he didn't get to see it all in weight loss on the scale. And that's why you got to have multiple forms of measurement. You got to take your body fat. You got to check out the clothes in your closet. You're like, Whoa, wait a second. I'm fitting into those ones that I haven't seen in a while or whatever, you know, and so- because of all of this, it's inspired me so much that I actually, I'm changing my entire TikTok life around. And I started doing like, you guys, yeah. I started doing motivational speeches and music and everything with workout TikTok videos and posting them and sharing them around Facebook and everywhere else to help inspire and motivate other people. Oh, we got to go be a TikTok follower. <laughs> yeah, because we keep saying, how do we get to be on it? And yeah, I know awesome. the answer. I don't get up that early. <laughs> you know that, Cindy. I do know that. <laughs> That's great. That's um, I'll post it on the journey page so that way everybody can have the videos. Awesome. Please do. Please do. Um, my question, you talked about barbecue and, and yes. I can relate to that. Uh, I love barbecue. Uh, Brisket, red, pork belly. You need <laughs> What's the best, uh, what's the best tool that you use? Because you don't lose all that while still embracing the barbecue. You got to embrace something else. You keep it in check. So, what was it? so I still eat that stuff periodically. So it's a lot of things that people misconstrue is you don't have to give this stuff up. You can still indulge in it heavily at times too. It depends on, you know, moderation really. Um, I've learned significantly about that, but it's just like once a week, you know, once every other week, something I will indulge in one of those things. And I typically call Sundays my cheat days because it's a day of rest. And, you know, a day of rest, your body needs a lot of calories and protein if you really want to help recover and repair itself. That's really good. That's really good. And I'm glad you pointed that out. You don't have to. It's like taking a test, right? You know, we've all taken tests when we were in school. And did you have to get 100% to pass? No. I mean, it's about if you're doing things right a majority of the time, you're going to see a result. Right. It's when we start to slip below that 70 percent of the time and then we're like only doing well half the time. And, it, and that's it's really a lot like taking a test yeah. like this, a test. And uh, if you have a, a meal, as you call it, you were refueling your body. Um, you know, you may even see better results from time to time with something like that. You know, that's I tell people all the time. You don't have to get 100 percent to feel 100 percent. You just have to do your best. That's right. That's really good. Really good. <laughs> I got to check out these TikTok motivational videos. <laughs> yeah. Great. All right, Jillian, let's uh, talk about you. So my my struggle has always been motivation. I do have depression and anxiety. That motivation was tough to start. Doing it with someone else, with my teaching assistant, Julie, made it that much better because I would be letting someone down because she would be coming to class, but I told her I'd be there. So that was my accountability. Uh, yeah, I, I had to be here. So I was like, okay, got to be there. Then doing the 21 days, I'm like, okay, like I feel good. Like this is really great. It took about four months to lose about 20 pounds. But in that time, like Curtis says, the challenge, like I am not a person that just goes in half-hearted. I give it my all regardless. I, I can't come with an injury because I'll make that injury worse because I don't know how to slow down. And it, it just putting forth the effort. The other hard thing that I've always struggled with is eating. And yes, it's eating poorly, but it's also not eating. Um, I don't eat enough. There'll be days I only eat like 900 calories or less. 
it wasn't necessarily a conscious thing. It was just this, the way I've known it since high school, doing both exercise and nutrition at the gym has really made a huge difference. Okay. In, in turn of advice, I would say if you don't try it, you'll never know. This is a great community that people look out for each other. If Dana doesn't show up a few times, time? I'm going to get on Dana and go, where are you, Dana? Yeah. Um, can, I get there? can I get you to say that one more time? If you don't try? If you don't try, you'll never know. Yeah. But yeah, it's putting in the, putting in the work perseverance, working hard, having coaches that really know you to where they know, okay, um, hmm, you got a 40 there. I'll give you another one the next round. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what's your, what are you the most proud of as far as all the results that you've achieved? Cause you've done some really great things and, uh, fitness accomplishments, performance overall. Um, what are you the most proud of? Two things. Losing my goal, which was 40 pounds, having my, which you guys did this. Oh, I love it. It's so funny. I was wondering if you were going to say your wall of fame poster. Yeah. Yeah. And my other thing is, is DECA. Like, I can't believe I completed the DECA. Like, I just wanted to complete it. I didn't care really. Of course, you care about your time, but you don't care about your time. I was just like. I did it. And some Brooklyn person <laughs> kept pushing me through it. But uh, I was like, perfect. you feel you feel really great that you accomplished such a thing. Yeah. Let's uh, let's add a little context for our listeners. So the Wall of Fame at Journey, uh, if you've ever been to certain restaurants uh, and they might have like a wall of shame when somebody tried to eat the wings or tried to eat the burger and couldn't complete it. At Journey, we have a Wall of Fame is for those that achieve their long term goal. We want to put them on the wall and celebrate them so that they can be inspiration, which is what we're doing here tonight. Uh, if you're listening in, you're identifying with somebody's story and you're hearing the result, you're hearing the, the thing that they had to overcome. And, and that's what our wall of fame is all about. And we thank you guys for being willing to put yourselves out there because somebody walks through the door and says, if they can do it, I can too. And, and now I want to go back to what you said, Jillian. You said, uh, don't try. You'll never know. Action. Is what it takes to change things, right? It reminds me of the three frogs on the log, right? You know, one's thinking about it, one's talking about it, one decided to jump in. How many left on the log? All of them, because nobody jumped, right? You got to jump in. You got to get in the water if you're going to swim, if you're going to make progress. That's really good. I like it. Well, thank you for sharing that. All right, let's see. We uh, then we went over to Kristen in Columbia City. Um, so I have, um, lupus, I have celiac disease, and I also have stage one chronic kidney disease. So I needed to get healthy to kind of put all of that in check. And probably my biggest obstacle is food. I have a sweet tooth, like you would not believe. And if I find a good gluten-free substitute, man, I am all over that. Like the gluten-free Oreos that came out. Oh man. Oh. I got to lock those up because they are so good. But 
but having the food journal really made me think about, mm, do I want to log those Oreos or am I just going to skip it and try something different instead? So food was probably my biggest thing. My husband also likes to smoke things like brisket and ribs and all of that. And I'm like, dude, that's got a lot of fat. I can't have that. Smoke some chicken breasts for me so I can have that. But um, just just finding different things in my diet that like my kids would still eat and everybody would eat in the house. So I don't have to make five different things for everybody. Um, and I guess uh, just being consistent. And I started out going three days a week and ended up going five days a week because that's when I feel my best. I can tell if I haven't done, you know, five workouts, I don't feel good. My students can tell when I haven't done my five workouts because they're like, you look kind of grumpy today. And I'm like, well, thanks. I uh, didn't have a great workout this morning. I'm glad you noticed, but um, yeah, food and just being consistent with probably my biggest obstacles. Well, you know, so I want to, I want to touch on a couple of things there. Thank you for uh, sharing about your health issues. Uh, you know, that's important. I'm sure that we have listeners that are dealing with health issues. But that doesn't mean you should give up, right? We say never give up. And, you know, the person that has their health has a thousand dreams and the person that does not has only one. So it's very important that uh, we do what we can in any situation to fight for optimal health, whatever that means to us, given our genetic and circumstances and every, every, uh, every card that we're dealt. So thank you for sharing that. Also, thanks for sharing about the journal. Have that accountability link. Did you know, Overcomer Nation, that people who journal lose twice as much weight? Did you know that? Yeah, twice as much from journaling. That's because the level of consciousness goes up. There's an accountability link. If I if I eat these Oreos, these gluten-free Oreos, I love it. They, they put gluten-free on something. It's like it means it's healthy. It's still an Oreo, right? I mean, it's like, you know, it's a marketing strategy, right? Oh, don't worry. It's a chocolate-covered peanut butter-glazed Oreo, but it's gluten-free, you know? I mean, it's, you know, like, it's, you know, it's crazy. But anyway, uh uh, you had that accountability link to where if you ate the Oreo, you would write it down and then you'd have to talk about it with your coach. So have that kind of accountability with somebody because those are some great results. Yeah, really good. And so is that is that your share? Is that your recommendation? Is it the journaling or is it the... Uh, I would say probably the journaling because that um, I need to, I'll be honest, I haven't been real consistent with it lately and I can tell um, and I know that I need to do that. So I think that's another thing, like just knowing what I need to do and what I should be doing, like, and just someone actually asking me, Hey, did you do your food journal this week? No, I didn't. And I could see it on the scale. Um, so I know if I get back into that, then I will hold myself more accountable and the weight will start. I'm four pounds away from my goal of 30 pounds. So like, I know if I journal and do it, I'll get there, but you know, my birthday was a couple of weeks ago and I just kind of enjoyed myself a little bit. I'm just being human at this point, but. Well, that's you know. what you've been training for sometimes, you know, we train for these moments, birthdays or vacation, and then we get back on track. Right. Yep. Uh, so go ahead, Chris. Have a for you, Kristen. Um, so now for me, journaling, I actually do it on my phone with Samsung health and a couple other apps and stuff like that, because it's on the go. I, I'm just going to be honest. I could never do the paper. Like as far as journaling, it's way oh, too. Oh, I use my fitness pal. I don't paper journal. Okay. <laughs> I say like on the go journaling is, is mm -hmm. what's worked for me. Yep. Uh, I guess I do dirty macros. Like I try and I do my best. Um, it's not perfect, but I mean, it's got me to the point where I kind of know, okay, if I eat this, that's usually, you know, what it is for me. So. Okay. 
But it's the fact that you're still doing it, whereas other people are like, eh, I don't care. So you're, right. you're one step ahead of people. Yes. It's really great to have everybody share the different timelines too that they've had for their weight loss. Like, I mean, you did your first 20 in that challenge, right? That you did with- I think it was two months. Two months. We've had some people lose 20 pounds in 21 days. Um, you know, I mean, some people come in and, you know, male, female, uh, you know, everybody's journey is different. But I will say this, more important to us than how fast you lose it is that you stay on the journey, right? What does it matter if you lose 20 pounds in 21 days, but then, you know, you gain it back and, you know, you're you know, back on the same old program. That's not healthy, right? So very important. And then uh, also, Kristen, uh, you know, so you completed the DECA unmodified, right? You know, you're very proud of that, right? So yeah, some really good stuff going on. Really cool. Yeah. I had this last time I actually, I had to modify, I had two broken fingers. I had a little run in with the snowblower blade, but that's another story for another time. But my first two text messages from the ER were to both of my coaches, like, Hey, I want to still work out. What can we do? I texted Ricardo. I'm like, I want to still do DECA. What can I do? So I actually did DECA faster than when I did it unmodified with two broken fingers. And I only had to modify two stations. So I'm really proud of that. Incredible. Way to go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, important style right there. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right, Janice, if you could share with us a little bit. Oh, obstacles. Start with obstacles. Well, I think number one is um, I didn't make a decision to to start losing weight and getting fit. That was uh, one day just became another day. And what does another day matter? You know, it's like, you've got to start. <laughs> Starting for me was the hardest thing. And, and I think um, consistency is critical because I know for me, if I am not consistent, I'm likely to just slack off like, oh, another day is, you know, but I have to remind myself and I like that never give up you know, it, it very simple words, but it's so true. You just have to get back up again and keep going. It is. And it's something I have to keep, you know, reminding myself, don't give up, don't give up. You, it's great that I lost 25 pounds, but I, I don't want to stop, you know, because it's not just the weight loss. It's, it's a goal. It's getting stronger. And I still have a, a long way to go. And the core, my core is my, my weak spot, but I just have to keep, keep at it you know, so. Yeah. I like the way you were celebrating the, uh, the little victories, um, you know, so total weight loss so far. Can you say that again? 25, 25 pounds. Yeah. And then, uh, well, we call this functional fitness, right? Mm -hmm. As we have a brand slogan, we put the fun F U N in functional fitness. Um, and so you were describing functional fitness earlier. You're doing things at home that you weren't doing before. Could you just, uh, share, <laughs> share a few of those again? Yes. Getting up off the couch in and out of my car. I can spring in and spring out with no problem. You know, putting my socks on. It's those little things that become the biggest things. Yeah. Andy yeah. just said, Andy said it was nice. It's nice when you don't have to scissor kick off the couch. Um, <laughs> so, you know, if you're listening over combination, uh, think about this. When you get up out of the chair, do you give yourself assistance? Do you use the arm of the chair or do you just stand up? Because these are important things to notice, right? I mean, these are the things that uh, really make um, you fit for life, functionally fit. Uh, really good. Um, all right. So, on your best weapon, your best strategy, Janice. 
What's been my best strategy for tool resource? Well, um, the My Fitness Pal is really good um, because I, I notice when I'm consistently using that, then I'm more aware of what I'm eating. So if I miss a day or here, you know, then yeah, the scale is going to reflect, you know, that. So that's a really good tool. I'll just you know, I have to be disciplined to to be using that. The encouragement too, you know, is good. Like when I first came in, Travis, you said Rome wasn't built in a day in the back of my head too. And it's like, even for me, you know, like when we're doing something on the floor, you know, getting up to a standing position, gosh, that's like a, that's an exercise for me, but I can, I can do it a little bit better now, a lot better, you know? So, so the encouragement's made a lot of difference too. And just remember small increments you know, I think I was a little discouraged, you know, like my, my first lost five pounds, you know, like my first week, I thought, wow, that's great. And then the next week was maybe a pound or a half a pound. And I was like, you know, that's not very good. <clears throat> you know, I just have to be satisfied with the, the movement, you know, and knowing where I'm at and, you know, how close I am to my goals, too. I, I want the, the whole group to think about this question for a second. Was there ever a time where you felt stuck, like you were expecting something on this scale, half, and you come to this scale and you don't get it, but then you made a change and then you saw uh, a good result, like the result you're looking for. It might be that you started drinking more water or maybe you had this deal. You know, I mean, I know somebody that likes a little coffee with their creamer. And, uh, <laughs> you know, right, like, I mean, that can be a tough one. Yes, yes guilty. Does that speak to anybody? Does, does anybody have, like, a sticking point? And then, like, oh, I changed something. Oh, look at look at the result. Andy, you were nodding your head on that about having a sticking point, And then. Uh, I guess carbs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, anything potatoes and bread. Yeah. You, give the, you put that aside and. The way fast. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, you know, you, you think you're doing everything right because you've been told your whole life, you know, what's healthy. And you're like, why? You know, like I've had people come in, even though we told them that the best thing to help them lose the weight would be low carb. And so we take a look at their journal and, you know, there's fruit and then like, you know, potatoes. And they're like, yeah, but they're sweet potatoes. And, uh, you know, the fruit, I mean, it's a banana and bananas are really good because I've seen the monkeys eat them and they're really strong. <laughs> You know, I don't know, everybody's got this different rationale, but it was like, at the end of the day, you still had a couple hundred carbs on a low carb diet. Like that's just not going to work out to give you a low carb result. Right. right? You know, so, um, you know, very important. So that's your recommendation, probably Janice. Uh, the fitness pal. I like your little simple rules. Like when, when I first came in, you said eat a vegetable with every meal. I make sure I do that all the time, even breakfast. Well, it's either celery or a little mini cucumber because I can grab it easy. I, I do that. I make sure oh, I got to have a vegetable. Best diet, the one you can stick to. That's yes. Yes. The best diet is the one you can stick to. And on the low carb diet, you can fill your plate with vegetables. Um, all the ones that we list. All right, Ari, your turn. My obstacles was not losing the weight. I was like, okay, I want it done. I want it. I worked so hard. I have three years in the making and I just lost 50 pounds one time. But it's, I know that I will get there. I was like, but I changed the way I'm eating. I'm not eating nearly as bad as I was before. You never would think I was. Um, I'm drinking more water. 
I'm I'm doing accountability, which is huge. I go and I ask Jesse, I was like, look at this, please help me change this, do something. And I was doing it years ago, but I never stuck to it. But now it's totally different. My life is totally different now. And I think the obstacles would be, don't let your health or anything get in your way. You can do this. Heck, I have MS. And there's times I can't even move and I come, come to the gym. Mm-hmm. That alone is mind-blowing to me. That's inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. And so um, would, you, would you say that it has to do with, obviously, that's a very strong mindset. And, and that's a great thing for us to highlight on an episode that's sponsored by Journey, Journey 333, Place of Mind, Body, Spirit. Um, what do you do to keep your mind right? What do you do? I you- have a poster on my wall of all encouraging things that I wrote. And I look at that before I go work out. And I have a picture on my phone that says, inspire yourself. Mm. No one's going to do it besides you. Really good. The coaches are amazing. They're helpful. But unless you don't put your jo- the job in, job into it, you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. Really good. Write yeah, those right. affirmations. Um, I'd like to recommend a book on this podcast called The Five-Minute Journal. You can get it on Amazon.com, but you just start your day with what you're grateful for. And then you're going to set an intention for the day, right? You know, and you're going to give yourself an affirmation, which might be one of those awesome yeah. quotes that you write down. And, and then uh, if you start to get a good collection over time, put them on your wall like Ari did. That's awesome. And my very first goal when I walked in that building is like, I want to be on that wall. And I, I just got to the other day. Well, I'm That's doing the awesome. It took a long time because I said I want to get in that wall. And I get to my 50 pounds overall. And I just got to it the same day I got my 20 pounds of journey. That's awesome. You are amazing. Day. Yeah. I like to tell people to act without thought when it comes to your health, because a lot of people get in their own heads, especially if you're an overthinker. And <laughs> I never actually, so you laugh, but I actually used to laugh at people. And like my wife and I struggled with it because, you know, my wife is an overthinker and I was always the farm boy that was just like, eh, it is what it is. You know, one year I ended up having a panic attack. And after that panic attack, I became along with everybody else in this wonderful team of overthinkers. So I've learned to act when it comes to your physical health mm-hmm. and fitness and everything. You act without thought. Yeah. Enjoy the results after. And as far as inspiration goes, I you know, inspiring yourself, always give compliments because you will naturally over time just feel better. That's really good. Really good. That's a good share. All right, I'm going to ask each and every one of you, uh, this is how we're going to uh, close out the show. And I'm going to ask you to tell our listeners what you think it takes to be an overcomer, because everybody's on here because they've overcome something to get to where they're at. And so, uh, you know, maybe Curtis was just starting to tell us, you know, because that was some good stuff right there. But uh, Andy, let's kick it, uh, kick it so, off with you. Speaking of inspirational quotes, uh, here's one that I like. Pray to God but roll away from the rocks. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I asked God to help me. I asked him to help me with diabetes and he led me to this place and these people. But I do believe in asking God for help. That's good. Pray to God, but roll away from the rocks. You know, that's good. And roll away from the carbs. (laughs) (laughs) Like Curtis was saying, getting out of your head and stop listening to your own negative self-talk. And if you can't get yourself out of that, ask a coach because they are there to help you. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah, get the get the help you need. All right, the journey action horseheads. Dana, kick us off. Yep. I think the, the thing for me is you have to get out of your comfort zone. And I was never one to think that I could exercise and that I could do it well. Like I, I just never pictured myself doing that. So um, for me, it was just change of mindset and be like, no, you know what? I can do this and I am getting stronger at things. Being consistent and actually putting in 110% when I go to the gym. I don't, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to go through the motions. I'm going to put in my all get my mind right around the workout and do it from start to finish as fast as I did in the beginning, as I do in the end, even if you're tired, just keep going. And then also, you know, I find that for me, it, um, it makes it worthwhile when I hear that I have been an inspiration to others and that I can be that for other people. I'm like, wow, like I, I never pictured myself being able to, it's, I was one a type of person like to skip gym class. Like it was not like, it was not on my wheelhouse ever. And now for me to be like at the gym five to six days a week is, is just crazy for me, but um, I'm just enjoying it and just so thankful and grateful. So that's, you know, I like that. What I like I, that. It reminds me about, you know, success is success begins at the end of your comfort zone. I think that's really good. And uh, everybody on this show is a lighthouse tonight. Sure. You know, you're, you're a lighthouse to people and you're a lighthouse throughout your day. And I'm glad, Dana, that you've taken time to recognize that about yourself, because we need to remind ourselves of how great we are. Because when we forget, then we stop acting great. Right. You know, so that's very important, you know. All right, Curtis. So honestly, it would just be to continue on with what I was saying earlier and acting without thought. And that's literally my perfect example is you have a lot of people out there that hate waking up in the morning on time. Let me just lay here five more minutes, right? Mm -hmm. But you think about it. The problem is, is when you're laying down, you're physically thinking about staying down mm -hmm. because of how uncomfortable you feel when you wake up or how tired you are. So what you do... The best example I can give is without even thinking about it, just literally your, your brain controls your arms, your legs, everything. You just get up without thinking about it. You don't think you just you just get up. I was just going to say, I, I have a relationship with time that's a little different than most. And so um, <laughs> I have a little saying that uh, I don't wait for time because time never waited for me. So I just go, right? Yes. You know, so yes. <laughs> yes. I sleep in my workout clothes. So all I have to do is just get up. Determination. There's one more strategy for you if you just, you know. All right, Jillian, go ahead. Share it with us. Um, I guess I would have to say um perseverance, putting in the hard work, challenging yourself. One thing, you know, to have the coaches hand you a, a heavier weight or say, no, you can do that. But it's yourself that you have to believe in yourself that you can do it. And then you do it and you're like, oh my gosh, I like, oh, it's such a great feeling. Um, but I think just believing in yourself and, and doing it um, really makes the difference. You know, JC has a saying, especially when we've been talking about doing the DECA challenge is you have to be at peace with yourself. So I said to him, what do you mean by that? He said, you know, you really just have to get your mind out of thinking, staring at whatever you're doing, you know, the, say the skier, don't look at it per se. You have to just give that mindset of, okay, I can do this. And I'm capable of doing it. I can challenge myself more and keep going. That's really good. Really good. Another, 
another little affirmation for how important mindset is. I, I have a, a good mentor in my life. We went to yoga together today and I was talking about Sedona, Sedona, Arizona, where people go and find their Zen. And he's, uh, he's an older mentor. Um, you won't mind me saying he's almost 80 years old. And so he can, he can do these kind of things. He said, you want to know where your Zen is? And he taps me right on the floor and boom, boom, <laughs> it's in there. You know, that's where you find it. You don't have to go to Sedona. And I'm like, that's great. Right. But that's exactly what you're saying. Right. You know, it's, it's all about how you believe inside. And I, I, later on, I'm still kind of feeling the tap on my forehead that he gave me. I'm like, this is so good. Uh, I thought it was awesome anyway, but uh, good lesson. Good lesson from the doc right there. All right. Awesome. Well, let's go over to Kristen in Columbia City. What's it take to be an overcomer? Well, I think like a lot of others that it's the mindset. And um, there's a couple of things that the coaches say a lot when we're working out. One is if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. So you have to be up for the challenge. The other is your mind will give up before your body does. Absolutely. So you have to push through it. Even if you think you can't just keep going because you will. And then the other day I came across this and I shared it in our local um, Facebook group. And it says, today is the day to think about all that you are instead of all that you are not. So think of all that you are instead of all that you are not, right? Uh, we become what we think about, right? We, we better think about the good stuff, right? Uh, you know, little tip for you when you lay down tonight. That's going to be your marinade for the next eight hours. So make it a good marinade. Think about all that you are, not all that you're not, right? No, that's very important. Um, Janice, what's it take to be an overcomer? Well, it's really important to visualize your goal and speak the goal, you know, and start with where you are. But starting is, for me, was the hard point because I always, like I said, you know, oh, another day doesn't matter. I could start whenever. A year from now, I'm going to be so glad I started today, you know, and I'll, I'll have lost that 25, 30 pounds versus if I never decided, you know, I'd still be where I was or, or heavier. <laughs> That's really good. I, I like the vision, you know, uh, everybody at journey get fast track session, right. And, you know, we got to go in there and see the goal and then figure out the, the process to get there. And that's called the fast track. But then it's also very important to start. Zig Ziglar said it this way. He said that you don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great, right? Like, you, know, you, don't, get to, you, you don't get to become great unless you start, right? That's very important. Uh, very good. Ari, I think it's a perfect one to close out this overcomer question with the overcomer tattoo. Uh, and, you know, uh, you've shared your story about MS tonight. So uh, what's it take to be an overcomer? Uh, mine's, like I said before, never giving up. Yeah. That's why I love those words on that wall, because sometimes I just do look at it and be like, oh, I can do this. It just takes that and get yourself a community. I did not know I needed this until I came to Journey. This is life-changing. My life is changing because of you guys. Awesome. I went from looking out two days a week to five, six, doing double. I was like, who am I? What, what is this? So like, it's, it's seriously, I love it. Really? But don't give up. It takes patience no matter what. Well, final thing, you know, you guys have been awesome guests and I, I'm so excited to share this show. Uh, I know it's going to mean a lot to people and we're going to be uh, posting social links and pics and little bios in on the uh, write-up that we do that goes with the podcast so that people can maybe learn a little bit more about Curtis's TikTok or, uh, you know, 
go to Dana for some inspiration or, you know, I, I'm sure you're all sharing some great stuff. Um, but anything else for, uh, good for the Order of the Phoenix before we close out? I want to say, for one thing, if you live near a journey, well, I only wish I had done it sooner. So mm -hmm. I have friends who don't live near a journey. What would you recommend? If journey virtual or coming in your virtual. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, honestly, that's very true. You know, our journey virtual now, we can reach anybody anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And we have Coach Sam. Uh, he's the guy that you're going to get on that currently. And uh, he is just a fantastic coach. Uh, that being said, uh, you know, if you, uh, I would say that there was a common thread here tonight, get in a community. You are the average of the people you surround yourself with. So surround yourself with greatness, people that are on the journey with you that are going where you want to go. Cause I, I heard it from just about everybody one way or another here tonight. Um, so if you, if you don't do journey virtual, get a, community like journey around you so then that way you can be successful too for sure that was good anybody else for the uh good of the order of phoenix just try it out try journey it's one of the best decisions ever made that's awesome that's awesome thank you for and sharing. actually two of my friends said it's because of you that i'm there's like i did the right thing like it's you it's how you preserve yourself and how you were handling your disease like, oh, thank you oh that's awesome that's awesome. Well, thank you all for taking time out of your lives and, and doing this in the evening with us like this. Uh, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank Congratulations. You. All you overcomers. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being overcomers and, and rock stars in the journey community. All you journey acts. Awesome stuff. Thanks for listening, Overcomer Nation. Make sure if you haven't already, give us a five-star rating. Make sure that you share this and subscribe so you can see all of our future content. That's right. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future show, go to overcomers-podcast.com. If you're interested in our franchise opportunities with Journey 333, then go to www.journeyfitness333.com. And finally, if you like what you heard today and you feel like you're somebody that needs a bit more coaching, go to travisbarnes.com.